everybody. If this is your first time listening to We Are No Alamo, the Mental Health Podcast, we would like to welcome you to the Wana Fam. If you have suicidal thoughts or a plan, please, you're more important. Stop listening to this podcast and call 1-800-273-TALK or text HOME to 741-741. That's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They provide 24-7 support to people in crisis situations. Remember, this podcast is about opening up the conversation. So remember, we want you to stay with us and you're not alone because... We are no Alamo. All right. So thanks for listening for another week, everybody. Welcome, everybody. Happy effing Friday. Fucking Friday. No, I'm trying not to cuss anymore. Oh, okay. Especially now on the... On the on the wanna pod. Let's try to keep this a little bit PCA. What's PCA? PC Ya Yada A. It's my dialect. Remember you're a southerner, I'm a northerner. You don't you're still an American, so Speak American. They don't do that in Texas. Alright, updates on life since last time. What? Your dad's knee surgery. Not has not happened yet. No, no. It all happened in there two weeks. People are concerned. Mm, it is what it is. Yeah, well. He'll have both of his knees replaced by the end of the year, so it's a good thing for him. He's, he's only 74. 74, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Still so a spring chicken. He's good. He's good. Anything else that's cool for you going on right now? Not really. Just, you know, day to day. Work, work, work. More work. I want to shout work. out Ellis. Waylon, my sister, for running in some sort of endurance sport this weekend. I mean, I don't know. She does great things all the time. So, good job, Ellis. We love you. Alright, so, Matthew. We have talked about the show called... The Many Signs of Jane on A&E. Yeah, we have. And... I did not want to watch this show, by the way, y'all. Like, I really disapprove of this type of television overall. This episode is... Because I really don't like reality TV. Yeah. And they're turning... Because there's no such thing as reality TV. Adam <laughs> ruins everything. Check it out. Not just that. It's just the truth. We've known that since the 90s with Real World. <laughs> The original reality TV show. That was completely scripted scripted after the first season. I know. So let's talk about Jane a little bit. Um, She has disassociative identity disorder. She's been diagnosed by her doctor with disassociative disassociative. You say it. I can't talk right now. DID. Yeah, DID. Disassociative identity disorder. With them, yeah. Which used to be multiple personality disorder. Now it's been changed in the new DSM to that. Um, yeah. And so, why was it so hard for you to watch it? Because I had to basically make you watch it. It's the same reason why I wouldn't watch um, the TV show um, uh, Intervention. Right. I feel that when you sensationalize things like that, I'm just not a fan of it. Like, it becomes fake to me. 
Um, these are very personal things. And I'm all for awareness and opening up the dialogue. But sharing it in this way, and one of the things, they actually had the cameras in therapy with her. Um, and I'm yeah, just, that was your big thing. And honestly, at that moment, I'm done. Um, yeah, I, if you're willing to have cameras record your therapy sessions, it's not therapy because you're not alone anymore. It's not the same place it should be. It's not the same patient. I mean, you're having camera people in there and stuff like that. I just and allowing that to be broadcast, these are very private moments that I'm not sure how I feel about. I mean, obviously this person decided that's what they wanted to do. You're right. And they have a choice in anything. What I think I wanted you to see was people or Jane, this person, going through these multiple personalities and get your perspective because I don't really have one yet. And after watching this, I have a whole lot of questions. Um, the whole time we were watching it, we were looking up the doctors, looking up the psychiatry center, looking up their credentials, blah, blah, blah. What did you learn from it? it um, I'm very picky in a lot of ways. Um, so, I mean, I already knew a lot about this disorder anyway. Um, because there's lots of people out there. It's a very controversial disorder, um, extremely so. And then the place is called Living Hope Center. and the Living guy, Hope Clinic. Yeah, oh, sorry, Living Hope Clinic. And it's in Idaho, um, if I remember correctly. And also the, her psychiatrist, Dr. Waters. Christopher Waters. So he actually has his PhD in, clinic, in psychology from a, theo, a theological school. Um, that also holds other issues for me, um, based on it being a religious institution, um, and not like Loyola or DePaul or a few of the other major Marquette. There's major institutions of learning that are Jesuit and this and that and Christian, but they have a better reputation. When I hear theological school, I mean that reminds me of some of the schools I grew up with around Chicagoland that literally taught fake stuff. You couldn't get a science degree from those schools because dinosaurs didn't exist or that if they did they lived with man there was nothing before jesus so when i hear Whoa, theological those are school a lot of variables <laughs> no but that's true like like wheaton um college in a western uh chicagoland um they weren't allowed to in their science curriculum teach that anything happened before jesus before the bible and the old testament so I have a science degree from right, the school so that doesn't believe let's in science. Keep, let's keep going because the next one's even better. Oh, yeah. This, so, yeah. Dr. Christopher Waters, PhD, Jane Psychiatrist on blah, blah, blah. So, Richard A. Cheetahs, MD, of the Private Practice of Psychiatry in Washington, D.C., and a Dissociative Identity Disorder Specialist. Yep. Yeah, he actually has some decent rec things, if I remember correctly, about him on his background. I don't remember all of his. Um, but we are still, like, I could pull up 2,500 articles today that talk about this, right? Uh, could you? Because I don't think anyone else would know how to do that. It's really easy. You just Google it. Go to some journalistic studies. You can go to your local library and get anything you want. Um, it's a very controversial dis um, disorder to begin with. I do love the fact that they are talking about MI and they're opening the conversation in that way. 
Um, my main concern with a lot of this is, is it really doing a service or an injustice? Or are they actually just going ahead like a lot of movies and feeding off of it? So, uh, um, point to note, there is an article, um, and this was Richard Knowles. It's an excellent piece on the folly field history of multiple personality disorders. I'll put it in the description of this podcast yep. if you want to check it out more. So long story short, he um, he does talk a lot about this in this article and about how... DID or... DID or multiple personality disorder is what it was called up into the new DSM. This gentleman was actually on the board of the new DSM. He actually wanted this diagnosis not to be there anymore. Right. He did not believe it existed. But because it existed and it met certain criteria, it had to be entered and it couldn't be removed without that criteria being proven false. So he had to follow his own science on this. Hence why it is renamed in the new DSM. It's kind of biased if you have to redo your own research. Not his own research. Just he has to follow the rules about what gets in and out. Okay. You know? I stand corrected. So it wasn't his research. It was what he was saying. Like... In the book Siebel, what he was talking about in part of this was 130 years ago was when the first diagnosis this started coming out. And then with other books and TV movies like Siebel, which had a miniseries, I think it was critically acclaimed, won awards. And then a few years ago from today, the person came out and said it was all a lie. So... And that actually, right after that movie and that miniseries came out, we saw a lot more instances of this being diagnosed. And this gentleman and his friends, who he says have seen probably thousands and thousands of people clinically, have never come across this diagnosis. And so so to say, this is not like ADHD, manic depressive, or, you know, major depressive disorder, borderline, schizophrenia. These are common within the mental MI community. They're not uncommon. They're a small figment of the population, but they're, they're there. We know that. We can see the symptoms. This is something different. Um, and a lot of people, including myself, have issues with that. And my question is, is this TV show just to get a claim? Or is it trying to actually talk about something real? Yeah, because and I'm open my, to that. my big thing is if this show is real and Jane really does have disassociative identity disorder and has raised two children under the age of 10, two boys. And based on our research in the DSM, and it's not in my own opinion, I don't agree with triggering people with MI for the sake of a good fucking television show. Because even if Jane does not have DID and it's not in the DSM and all of a sudden it's associated with another Mm. MI diagnosis then she has some other form of MI that we are explicitly using for entertainment use. And that doesn't help with reducing stigma in MI communities Mm -hmm. or helping anyone like tell her that she is okay to support her kids. One of the mission statements of WANA, of We Are No Alamo, the mental health podcast, is to decrease stigma. And shows like this, which is why I actually made you watch it, is they are kind of actually exacerbating. 
I mean, they do. I, I, I do. As for what it seems. No, it does to us because we both have MR. But I do think they do wear raise awareness, and, and that aspect I can agree with it. Even though I dislike the content, like I'm not a yeah. reality TV person anyway. So everyone out there should know if it's reality TV, I'm probably not going to like it in the first place, um, unless it's content driven, like a debate or something. Like that's reality TV I can get behind. But like when it's scripted like this, these are taken out of context. We don't know everything. Um, there's so many lo- there's so many things about this that I think could be disingenuous. I mean, just just in genuine and whole, like in 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 this situation, you know, I look at the show Intervention a lot, and it did raise some awareness about alcoholism, drug abuse of many different forms, um, and a lot of things. And that aspect, I think, was great. But at the same time, you are also using people's worst times to make money. And I and talk I, about triggering for real. Like, yeah. Why would you want to trigger someone into on TV looking into three different sides of Jane? Like 16 year old, 28 year old. Actually, like what? I think it's like 10 people. She says. Yeah. She's... And then the psychiatrist is like, oh, this is a cool time that we've seen like four sides of you in one hour long session. I'm like, okay, you're either triggered or there's something going on right here. And number one, everybody. Well, this is Sarah with her clip claws. But well, this is something. Right, I, no, 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 uh, real quick. I'm not judging anyone. This is not a blanket statement or like a concrete judgment. This is something I have never experienced before. I've never seen a reality show of someone with a severe MI. If even if they have it or not, I'm gonna go with her because. If she's on the show and it's real, I'm, please, you know, like show us something new. If this is real, show us something new. But I would never do that. Well, I mean, on top of that, like my big thing is also you have, I think you said you found online that the doctor who was doing this got a grant for like 1.3 or 1.4 million dollars to do research on this disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden a TV show comes out. It, it just... And that's also because of my background when it comes to this disorder necessarily. And you know what, guys? Do your own research. Here, this podcast is about resources and information. So if you want to know more, uh, look up Living Hope Clinic in... It's in Idaho. I don't know exactly where. Boise? Yeah, Boise, Idaho. And it's Christopher Waters. PhD. Yep. Um, Jane. J-A-N-E psychiatrist Mm -hmm. and also um the what is it the other guy who tells him that he's right his mentor um richard a shefetz but but there's also difference dr richard m shefetz is an md i know let me just sit it changes the equation all right so richard a shefetz md private practice of psychiatry washington dc D-I-D expert. So. Yep. Take a look. Find out for yourself. You make your own decisions. Um, overall, I, I'm just... And I guess this is the thing, because people talk about MI a lot, right? And there's a lot of different com- conversations about it. There's lots of different movies. Maybe we talk about it more than anyone else does. Maybe. I mean, I, hope, I mean, to an extent. Uh, you know it. But no, like the, like, the labels in themselves, I think there's so much more to it. Um, in that 
And for this situation specifically, I think that there's a lot of other things that need to be taken into account, like the patient's yeah. well-being um, overall. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Like, yeah. how's this going to react to her 10 years from now? I like that. And, I mean, I shouldn't say that these shows spread bad ideas and that it wasn't a good... That wasn't a good statement, in my opinion. They, <laughs> they spread awareness. They can spread awareness, but they can also spread false assumptions. And that's what scares me. Yeah, and then with these televised TV shows, you have to have some kind of, like... <gasps> nope. Well, it's kind of like the TV show Hoarders, right? They have they have clinical people on there. They have people with masters and PhDs. Yeah, but some, but, but at the wait, same wait, time, wait, wait, some mental health shows are becoming misleading. Exactly, uh, because more people are believing that these kind of di- diagnoses aren't necessarily true because they're on a reality TV exactly. show. Exactly, and that's what bothers me with these new shows and these movies and articles. Um, I mean. This kind of mental health conversation has only come out in my lifetime. I mean, because I'm biased because I've only been alive my lifetime. Yep. Um, but with previous generations, there's this gray area where I think we're all asking, like, what's right and what's wrong and how can we help and where are we harming? Yeah, you I mean, like, I mean? that's it's, so, a, it's a big deal because mental health awareness is huge. And we're starting to finally talk about, we have a suicide hotline, we have other hotlines right now, right? But the one thing we don't necessarily want to do is have misinformation spread. Exactly. And I think that is the point, is that, like, it's seriously, like, seriously people, like, spread, talk about the truth. There's no really regulation, we can say whatever we want, they can say whatever they want. Fine. But when it's broadcast to millions and millions of people, and it might not be factual information, these people false assumptions that's sad and that's scary because what could be normal it might be normal because of a tv show you start to think otherwise or vice versa let's get let's get to normal real quick what's that you know what's normal going to work every day (laughs) yes if you can february is about friends yep it can be and you know what the good takeaway about the many identities of jane or whatever the show is on Annie, is that she has grown in her communication with people who have also been diagnosed with disassociative identity disorder. And they function better together. You know, they have the same type of communication um, ability. They have the same types of experiences. And that's how I have been building skillful friends in intensive outpatient and outside. And we've talked about this in previous episodes. So, you know, check them out. Mm -hmm. But what do you think about that? Like functioning better together? (sighs) It's difficult. I mean, for this instance, my personal belief is it, like, if you believe your delusion is it, and it helps you live your life, is that a bad thing? Probably not. But you're still believing maybe in a delusion. Yeah. So that's a fine line. And I'm not going to have to answer that for anybody else or for myself. But for myself, I'd rather have the hard reality than a delusion. I, like That's me. Um, 
So, I mean, I talk to myself every day, all the time. Ask How Paige. Does that conversation go? Usually, it's fun. I, I mean, I, who else am I supposed to? What are you talking about me every day? I mean, I talk to myself, not to eat. like I talk to myself every day because it is know. kind of pretty funny because. I'll be talking shit to myself, and Matthew will be like, what are you saying? Nothing. Yep. No, so, I mean, like, I don't know. But overall, I think the TV show is what it is. I'm just not sure if I am okay with all the content. And I'm not sure if I'm okay with cameras being in therapy rooms. No, I think that's our big thing, too. Like, that's a big thing for me. It's just, like, if you... If you're truly suffering, I understand it can help them wanting to raise awareness. TV shows can do that. I'm just concerned on the content. I'm concerned about the context, the, the context, and the well being of everybody involved. Uh, just because, time and time again, we have seen you make a TV show about something, next thing you know, you're, you have more diagnoses of it, this and that, um, especially with a very controversial diagnosis to begin with. Um, and one that is so rare that 99% of therapists will never see one. Yeah. And how do you know that as a fact? Because it, um, multiple articles have talked about it. It's like the rarest of all the rare. Um, the amount of trauma you're supposed to have to go through to get this is very, like, like rare. Especially to have as many different personalities. Like, it wouldn't... We're not talking it's about... Kind of like 19. It's like... It's a lot. It's, the like, one of the most ever... And the controversy in the show is how can she raise two kids by herself when she Well, that's a TV this... controversy, which is another stupid thing. Like, that Let shouldn't finish, be the... Please. Okay, sorry. Where people are like, how can she do this and hold it together when she's doing things and then all of a sudden she's by herself and she's experiencing these multiple personalities. Well, well she's and not really she... by herself she has a camera in her face. So Exactly. So she's not not alone during any of this. By the way, so I'm every, sorry. Every, I just no ten calling cents, ten cents. We're bringing back the apology. Whatever. Anyway, Go on. The point is, we don't know. Like today, with when I went with my friend, I spent six hours with my friend at a clinic today, making sure she was okay during an infusion, and it's kind of like that, like. If you're put under pressure, are you going to do these things, or are you going to make yourself... Well, DID has nothing to do with harming anybody else. What were you saying with DID and multiple personality disorder? Well, the amount... That's a big thing. No, it's the amount of trauma. Like, I don't think... What it says, and what everything I've read about it says, we're not talking a little... you got hit one time. And that's not like the downplay being beat up or being abused or physically abused anyway. I've been there. I understand. Not putting that down. But Ever. the extent of trauma. Pause. Also, if you're experiencing abuse or you are Call in the a police. situation Call the you cops. feel unsafe. Call the hospital. Call or, someone. Or your friends that you're calling think that you are unsafe. Call 911. Or if you are a skillful friend, call nine one one for your friend, and you make sure that that friend has their location set on on their phone. If you can, and that's if you can, these are just emergency situations. But anyway, like yeah, safety precautions. Yeah, just it's what this podcast is about. Come on, yeah, we don't need to go into more detail. Just call somebody. But anyway, like. 
in this situation, I just like I'm not alarmed by her having kids because people bipolar have kids. People with lots of other things have kids. No, I'm like that doesn't matter. Like in that being sensationalizes bullshit. But I think the difference is is if a person like my pro, my one question is because there is so much controversy about this one disorder. Um, if there's other underlying things that need to be worked on and they're not being worked on because of this, who are we doing a service to? We're not doing a service to the individual who needs the help. We're doing a disservice to the people who need help. Yep. And that's the problem. Get it casting out wide. Yep. And, you know, and also with the popularity of it within cinematic TV, I mean, it does add to this because it, this, this disorder pretty much died in the early 2000s because it was so looked at as pseudoscience. So what do you mean by pseudoscience? Frankenstein. I mean, there's been lots of different disorders. I mean, what was it called? Female hyperactivity disorder or something like that. There's been tons of them. PMS. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, like, it's pseudoscience. It's, um, there's direct correlations between, like I told you before, but all these different movies and more diagnoses. And you have the people, like, you have multiple PhDs saying that they've seen thousands of patients and everyone they know have seen thousands of patients that have never come across one. But yet these few doctors keep on finding them. Um, a lot of the doctors even say it's one of the easy, if someone's in that vulnerable state with that kind of abuse that these people have been into, they're very easy to be led, manipulated, told what to think. And it's a way to escape. It's an escapism. That's my, that's, that's one side of the story. And it, it very, I'm not a PhD or clinical psychologist or, well, that's what people can diagnose. Masters people can't diagnose. But, bring it back. So it, these disorders probably exist. I just would like it to be more carefully handled, and then, you know, on the TV because when it comes on the TV, she it doesn't look good. She seriously looks like she is. Okay. Yeah. And that it really sucks. And even it if she's doesn't come not, across legit at I'm all. Not, but also, we don't have DID. No, nope. we have no idea. Nope. So we can't pass judgment. Like I'm not that. judging. So saying it seems like we are just having. Nope. What is it? An opinion. Nope. A conversation. An opinion is when you know what you think. We're having a conversation. Yeah. We're discussing it. All right. Last thing, we are going to do some shout outs. On your comments on iTunes. So, please, rate, review, and subscribe. But also, if you leave us a comment in the iPod, iTunes, whatever place, we will talk about it on the podcast. So, one of my favorites today was from 19Ashes83. And... She he says, discussion of in my experiences are open and honest. Their most recent episode discusses censorship, which I did not agree with, but they present it in an interesting way. So, thank you so much for your comment. What I would request for anyone else, everyone rate, review, and subscribe and comment because we love to read your comments is, um, you know, give us some information on why you don't agree with how we presented, you know, a topic in a certain way. What 
other sorts of um, versions or you know people who go through certain situations what would you like us to talk about in that perspective please give those out to us um, also thank you Geoconda123 for shouting us out and saying very chill playback podcast and that you like to take the edge off by listening everybody we love you thank you so much for being with us remember we want you to be with us because you're not alone because you we are no alamo please come back next week we'll see you next friday love you chat for now bye Cheers.